0: 2019 this is the first ever episode 14 happy new year Uh uh-huh yeah the cooperative play podcast 2019 first episode of 2019 yeah uh as always i'm rich meister joined by eric ortiz hello hey been eric pretty good seeing you in a few hours i know I'm, i'm running on that new year new me high right now me too man you know it's all good vibes. It's all good vibes. Uh, the relapse gonna... is going to definitely be imminent. Oh, yeah. We'll it's we're going to make was... it a few days, but I'm in that fun part yeah. of uh, the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Totally. Where I got like only one assignment on my plate, so I can kind of like play some old stuff that good I want to play. You. Just enjoy it. Um, so I- I'm absorbing that. Cool. Uh, and some news stuff happened. Uh, we got stuff to catch up on. Uh, it's going to be fun. Go. It's going yeah. to it's gonna be a fun show. It's going to be a fun time for all involved. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll let you start this off because I know we got one thing on this list we plan for sure. It's Hollow Knight, right? Yeah, i okay, have good. finally I like, got around to Hollow Knight.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna play it actually later too. Uh, I had it as as with the most of my stories, I've had this for quite a while. I think like it's been out over a year easy, right?
0: Close to two, I think. Oh, I had it Jesus. on PC.
1: Yeah, had it on PC. I got like halfway through it. It was very fun. I don't know why I stopped, honestly, just life, but it it was very, very fun. Saw it on the Switch, though. I, I am now a firm believer that any indie game I want to play. should be played on the Switch. That is, yeah. Um, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it just feels good. Uh, still $15, but I think I actually got it on sale for half of that or just some 20% off whatever it was off the eShop. And, it was on sale over the holiday break uh, when you know. I picked it up. I think it, I paid 9 bucks. Yeah, perfect. And I think I paid that too. Yeah, I did. And um, yeah, I just figured I'd give it another shot, and I did, and it is... It is a breath of fresh air, that game. It's very nice.
0: There's something that's super weird. Like, that game just kind of lets you figure stuff out in a way I really like.
1: Yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Like um, Dark Souls or any of those totally. other games.
0: And there's also this weird element of, like... And it's funny, because you and I both are in the camp of very much liking game music. Hmm. But its lack of music is, like, cathartic in a sense. Like, yeah. Like, its sound design is so minimal, and I, I just really like it. Like, just hearing the echoes as you're going through these caverns and...
1: Yeah, it just attributes to the atmosphere. I mean, right away, they start you off, you have no idea what the hell is really going on there. You're just this little guy, the little Spear Lance thing, and you're just kind of chilling. And yeah, no, the music, the atmosphere, it's just dark, but that's the way it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. It's, it's supposed to match the tone. And uh, yeah, no, it never really... I mean, while fighting bosses, like, there's music to it too, and different music yeah. that picks up in its own way, but it's always very sul it's, it's always very, you know...
0: It's a very minimalist soundtrack. Yeah,
1: it's very low... It's nothing too, you know, audacious. It's just there, and it sets the tone perfectly. I love it. It's like it's very um, atmospheric. Yeah, like, I I only use Dark Souls just because that's always the, the game that's fresh in my mind with this kind of games, when they just throw you in without knowing shit. Um, the only time Dark Souls has ever really picked up in music was during boss battles, and that was cool. But in Hollow Knight, even during those boss battles, it's still very, um. I'm trying to think of the word... I, whatever. It's just it's just very, you know, in there. It's kind of self-contained. It's not something that's, like, orchestral and it's, like, grandiose. It's just there. So yeah. I dig it. I dig all of it. It's, it's really cool. It,
0: it accomplishes almost that same thing of, like, a grandiose thing. Like, you know you're in the shit, but it's not so, like, pomp and circumstance about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just saying, like, hey, yeah, like, you can just see it all around you, too. Like, you know, shit's kind of hitting the fan. You know, everything's kind of sullen and... Very sad, but you're just trying to navigate through it, and there's just so much life. It, that, that's all why I also like it. You know, it's called Hollow Knight. You're a Hollow Knight, whatever the hell it is, but... I think you're
0: like a little beetle man. Yeah,
1: you're like a little guy, and you're there's in a bugs. world that's just so devoid of, like, life. You're just there. It's just dark and And there's a few, like, choice miserable.
0: characters who are diving into the hollow with you as well, yeah. like the map maker and stuff, and when you encounter him, like, hey, what the fuck you doing down here, buddy? Yeah,
1: and the train,
0: that yes. train thingy, I don't or, even like, know, guy the train yeah. guy, the train big, guy. like a big dung beetle or something? Yeah, with like a
1: big insect thing, you're just riding it, like, a lot. it's so much fun, and I can't stop comparing it to, de- what's another game, I would even say like Bioshock, right, mm-hmm. it's these types of games that throw you right into it. You know, they just throw you into a place. They just say, hey, by the way... They let
0: their environment do the storytelling. Exactly.
1: They just say, hey, by the way, this is what you gotta do. I, I love that. It's not too on the nose. Things are just progressive as you go through it. And I'm in it for the ride. It's a good time.
0: But I love it. Awesome. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah, i really digging it, too. Um, And I think with the Switch, I will actually find the time, regardless of what else I'm working on to really... Yeah.
1: And for those listening, if you've never even touched it, or if you've seen it, never heard of it, definitely check it out if you're a big fan of those Metroidvanias... It's a really really fun game. And it's, you, you have to it's check it out. It's on everything. I want to say. Yeah, it's pretty much everywhere. So you have no excuse.
0: Um, also, in most of my stuff this week is uh, with the say the uh, the exception of one thing. Are mm-hmm. uh, you know like older games that I'm finally picking up like holiday sales and stuff and mm-hmm. just having the time. Uh, I got all the expansions for Darkest Dungeon. Oh, and I'm cool. really digging into that as well. Tell me that. Uh, that game's real good. It's Games like Darkest Dungeon that are super punishing mm-hmm. in the way they are have always been something for me to overcome because I'm very much the completionist, and Darkest Dungeon very much vies against that in every sense of what it is. It's that sort of game that when you fire it up, I believe one of their first warning messages, like, you were meant to fail, mm. people are going to die, and you are not going to have control over it, and you need to let it go, and I need to kind of get out of that headspace, but the art, the atmosphere of that game, uh, for anyone was unfamiliar, you're essentially running like a little villa, so to speak, uh, on the ruins of your family's old mansion that is like sort of a portal to like a, uh, a Lovecraftian-esque, uh, assortment of horrors. You dive into dungeons and it's a, uh, as you encounter enemies as you move through the dungeons, it's turn-based combat, but you're managing a lot more than that. Like, you need to keep your sanity up, um, other stats like poison and stuff, you need to keep torches lit, keep people fed. Uh, there's a lot of strategy to it. Oh, yeah. And I do like that. Like, hey,
1: you're going to die a lot in this kind of game. Like, you know, it's just the way it is. And like, Yeah,
0: your characters are expendable. You're meant to lose them and move on, save the ones you really want to pour time into.
1: Yeah, and I, I always like that about um those types of games, too, where the characters are supposed to be expendable. Because I feel like a lot of times you get so attached, and that's in Roguelikes in general. You get so attached to the people that you are building up, that you're equipping with the items... And all of a sudden, they just die, and all of it's gone. You're just like, well, what the hell? And it's not meant to be a turnoff. It's supposed to say, like, hey, you know, that's just the way it is in this game, and yeah. you have to account for that and have some backups and contingencies. So I'm really down with that. I haven't played it in God
0: knows how long, but I barely scratched the surface of that game. I know that for a fact. And there's a, a lot more uh, content in that, like... Straight One of the pieces of DLC, because when you're making a file, you plug in what DLC you want active, mm-hmm. uh, the Crimson Court, which I think is the biggest DLC they ever did, mm-hmm. it straight up tells you when you try to start, it's like, hey, is this your first time playing? Because don't put this on. Yeah, exactly. And what are you playing on? Switch? Uh, I'm playing it on PC, actually, because yeah. the Steam version, uh, there was a big sale I think I played, paid like maybe 10 bucks for mm-hmm. the game plus all of its DLC. Yeah. And also I'd, I'd super want that game on Switch. But it's my understanding that it doesn't use any of the touchscreen functionality.
1: Yeah, and that game's so menu
0: heavy that I kinda don't wanna do that.
1: Yeah, I kinda my brother plays it and um he played it on PC too, yeah. They both and my cousin, they both attested that. Yeah, going through the menu is still like a big pain in the ass.
0: If you if they could if they put the touch screen into the Switch version of it, I think that'd be probably the best version then. If I could like, tap my way through those menus.
1: Yeah, it's just, but there's just so much layered menus with it that the key combinations or the button combos that you have to do to just get there, it's just like a big pain in the ass. Yeah, it like, doesn't sound worth... worth it to me. I'd rather yeah. just
0: have mouse and keyboard.
1: Yeah, so, that is what it is. But, yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad. It, it's it's a long, arduous game from what I understand. And by arduous, I just mean there's a lot to get out of it. And, and it's, it's very rewarding It's one of those fun. things
0: I think for a while I can kind of, like, when I got a few minutes, like, sit down, do a quick dungeon dive, and back out. Right. And, uh...
1: You know. Small it, doses. Yeah, exactly. It's a game that takes a while, but you can play it in small doses, still enjoy it, and put in the work for it. Really isn't that bad, though. Yeah, it's a great game. And, again, has, like, a shit ton of accolades to it, so if you've never heard of it, go check it out now. It's relatively cheap. I think it's only $25 retail, uh, but I doubt nice. it's like I, that think on the PC. Are over on Steam, but... Yeah, they are. But, you know, if you haven't gotten it, you should check it out. It's a lot of game. Oh. What's, what's, uh...
0: Oh, I'm so Tired. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's dark out. What is Skater XL? Okay, yeah, this is something I wanted to talk about real quick. Yeah, Um, I this. I like skateboarding games. Mm -hmm. I'm a fan, I've been a fan in the past of the Tony Hawk series, the Mm -hmm. skate series. Um, And I'm always looking for something that's going to scratch that itch. Mm -hmm. Uh, This game is very early access, I want to put that out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I believe it's $15 to buy in. Um, as of right now, it's basically just one environment that you can skate around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a Unity-built like physics engine for skateboarding. Mm-hmm. But it feels really good. Uh, everything about it, it's probably the most simmy of any skateboard game I played. Like, every move is kind of built around the thumbsticks. Like, the left thumbstick being your left foot, right thumbstick being your right foot. And the actual kind of motions you would do while on a board. And once it's very different. Mm-hmm. But once you get it down, it feels really good. It flows really naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, there's not much to it yet, but what's there is pretty neat, and I'm excited to see where they go with it. That's fun.
1: I mean, I'm down. I always, I'm always, i always waiting for like the next skating game, if that makes sense. Like, the skating game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll be able to get to that again, because I think it kind of ebbed and flowed with Tony Hawk and the pro skaters. And
0: this flows in more with, um, with skate in, like I said, feeling a little bit more precision-based, whereas... Tony Hawk is on the arcadey side of it, and mm. I like both of those. I I can fuck with either way that wants to go. Really sucks that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five was a terrible video game.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, and what a shame that was. But yeah, uh, I I don't know. I think it's like a generational thing too, because st- skating was so hot when Tony Hawk became popular. You know? Yeah, skating, rollerblading, all those weird story that's been floating
0: around this weekend. Um, I guess some like write-up. I got saw out about that. this pate- space jam sequel that never happened. Yeah, with Tony Hawk. With Tony Hawk, and it was skateboarding focused.
1: Yeah, no, I actually saw that too, and it was like I don't. I actually saw some like cartoon concepts of it. Yeah, there was it, some was early like, art with hell?
0: like the Taz tour and. That would have been so successful. <laughs> yeah, no, it would have made that would have been, if that came out around the same time when
1: skating, skateboarding games were big. That would have been so successful. Yeah, if it came out would at the, the time, it. you
0: would have expected a Space Jam sequel. Yes, it would have been massively successful.
1: I would have been all in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, some things in life they just don't come
0: about. Think about the Tech Tech tie-ins. <laughs> On it for real. I'm not the toys, the merchandise. It could have been really hot, and especially just, if it was officially Tony Hawk. I guarantee you we'd have Looney Tunes characters in a Tony Hawk game.
1: Oh, absolutely. And also, if I saw it at that point, I probably may be saying it today that that was one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. So, Waste of Potential. Let's think about that. that waste be, of Potential.
0: that B universe where that movie came out. Yeah.
1: You know, decide it for yourself. Now you're going to have to accept the one with LeBron James. Big Chungus on a skateboard. Yeah. The biggest of Chungus. <laughs> so, tell me also about my time at, what is that, Porsche?
0: A Porsche, yes. Uh, I am still under embargo for this. I can talk about it a little bit. Um... Review I'm working on at the moment, obviously, uh, based off the embargo statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played this a while back. I previewed this way early in 2018 uh, when it entered alpha. Okay. Uh, it is a sort of 3D Stardew Valley, um, like Animal Crossing kind of kind of mashup idea. Uh, it's 3D has a very like anime kind of like Studio Ghibli vibe to it as far as it looks looks go. Uh, i even compare it to Wind Waker as far as it looks. Mm-hmm. But it's got that, uh, you know, that crafting thing. You know, you you have in-game days, you go to sleep, there's an internal clock, town NPCs building relationships, crafting things to improve your own home and the town, uh, farming, there's also a dungeoneering aspect to it mm-hmm. that feels very akin to uh, Dark Cloud. Mm-hmm. So, like... Which is actually a good comparison it, to it's make. It's pretty good, yeah. It, it's a game that wears a lot of hats, it doesn't do any of the things it does like to a groundbreaking caliber, mm-hmm. but it does everything well enough to like keep you engaged. And there's a lot going on. I'm, I would say I'm not even close to. I don't want to give an embargo date, obviously, but I'm not even close to finishing that review. And I put like close to 60 hours in. Yeah, uh, I've done one full uh, in-game year, which the years are four months because they're. They're month like thirty in game days, but it's just split as like this is a season, mm. as opposed to a month. Oh, that's before. interesting.
1: Okay, I actually like when we're broken. What other game? Do you know another game that
0: has that kind of concept? Uh, just the way that it's broken up like yeah. yeah I
1: mean, there's, Stardew there's Valley plenty. did a twelve
0: month calendar year. That's pretty cool. Um,
1: I kind of like it better when it's like that. I'm trying to. There's like another because I'm just thinking think of another game. Just
0: break it down in seasons. They. Uh, I, I
1: was thinking, I was just thinking about that, too, because I was just wondering, like, what's a game that's really popular that also breaks up
0: blatantly into seasons? I think Animal Crossing did. I just don't think you... you it know. for sure had seasons. Yes. And it's one of those things, uh, like I said, like, there's a farming aspect to the game, much like Stardew Valley would do. Like, you can't plant anything in winter, mm-hmm. so you need to kind of focus yourself in other ways. Like, I remember late-game Stardew Valley stuff. I had, like, all these game plans where I'm like, I'm going to grow hops all summer. Mm-hmm. Put them all in a chest, and then in winter I'm going to brew beer Jeez. to make money. That's fun. Yeah, but honestly,
1: I want—I can't wait till you finish my time at Porsche. I want to read the rest of it.
0: Uh, yeah, that's going to be a long fucking review because it's a lot of game. And I'm looking at it over here. What's a way out? Oh yeah, that like talked about it. We definitely talked about this because this is another thing uh, coming back from 2018. That uh-huh. just the other night, literally yesterday during the day, uh, finally got around to starting it. It was sort of that prison drama game, but it can only be played co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, our friend Nick and I had been talking about playing it together for a long while. So, we finally started it yesterday. Um, we're probably about halfway through it. We played like a solid five hours yesterday. Not bad. Um, it's, what do you, what do you uh, just think overall, though? Five hours is a while. It's not particularly great. I think half the novelty is like this co-op experience. Mm-hmm. Like how do I put it almost the writing is almost like it's like some aliens who heard what they thought humans might talk like wrote the the script really it's that sounds awful <laughs> it's one of those things where it was definitely written by some people who English is not their first language mm-hmm. and they watched a bunch of like 80s prison movies <laughs> jeez that sounds awful <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the biggest novelty of it is the co-op experience thing.
1: At least you can experience it together.
0: Like, we were having a good time because it was just, you know, us playing it, and uh, we each picked, like, a different character. Mm. You know, you, you pick who you're going to be in the beginning. His character is more of, like, this framed for murder in-prison guy, whereas mine's, like, the career criminal. Mm. Um, and there's some, like, really good segments where we were dying. Like, we're in this old farmhouse, and you have to decide whose plan you're going to go with. Mm. And we just made a decision. We're like, hey, listen... Whenever the plans come up, we're always going to go to the one that's selected on the left. And then if we ever replay it again, we'll do all the ones on the right. So, like, the first one was, like, his character's plan is like, hey, we need to get across this bridge that's full of cops. So let's, you know, get on the side of the railing and, like, crawl across the bridge. Mm. And my character's plan was like, let's steal this cop car and drive straight over the bridge. So we went with that. (laughs) Just drive, and how did that go? Uh, we make it past, like... Two guys until one guy's like, hey, what the fuck? And then <laughs> you just got to slam on the car and you you drive into a ravine. It's That sounds like fun. That actually sounds fun though. It, it's entertaining for what it is, for sure. Like there's all those co op examples of like, hey, we need to sneak a uh, a wrench out of the the prison workshop. Mm-hmm. So obviously when you leave the guards pat you down. So like one of us grabs the wrench, uh, we find like a grate that goes to the other side. So somebody walks past the guards, and then I pass him the wrench on the grate on the other side, and then I go through. Is there an option to just shove it up your ass to avoid the cavity surge? There is not, but that would be pretty interesting. You also have to get, like, a file and break out of your cells. So there's, like, you have to, like, kind of get the toilet off the wall mm-hmm. and, like, get that backing open to crawl through where the pipings are. Mm-hmm. Um, So you got to, like, start getting your toilet off. And while the other guy sits at the bars and watches to make sure no guards are coming, mm-hmm. once you've got it, you push your toilet back, hand him the thing through the bars, now you watch his back. Oh. There's a lot of cool... It's like a lot of nifty little things in there. Gameplay ideas in it.
1: How long does it usually... So you play it for five hours, I'm guessing you didn't beat it, right? No,
0: we are out of prison at this point. Okay, and there's... Oh, so there's we're like, like on the to... lam, yeah. Okay. I wonder how long that lasts. Alright, well,
1: you keep me updated on that, because I guess I'm interested absolutely on the, will. It was, the uh, second half of the it's game. It was made
0: by, the, uh, I believe, one of the people who made Brothers A Tale of Two Sons. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Uh, so, it's that same kind of, like, a lot of co-op-y gameplay mechanics. And that was really pretty critically acclaimed. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, cool. I mean, that must mean it has some merit to it. Cool. Let me know how that goes. I Wait. will... I always enjoy good co-op experiences like that.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting one. So, and if you do pick it up, I believe the game itself is only $40. That's not bad. And like I said, you have to play it co-op, but the second player does not have to own a copy even to play it online. Oh, really? So yeah. they can just connect? How does that work? Um, I don't know if it works with the share play thing on PS4, but uh, from what I understand, you do not, on any console, have to own a second copy to play it with somebody uh, online. Interesting. And then I think they can pay like 10 bucks if they want to get the trophies. Mm-hmm but.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I like that. Okay. Cool. I'm done. Wow, that was really all the games.
0: Yeah, those are the, the video games.
1: I I bought, because the same Winter Sale was, you know, past
0: month or couple Happening. Of I almost bought Divinity. Oh, yeah, you should've. I, I, I might just do it anyway. Why, what? <laughs> Why'd you do it now? I don't know. Did one or two, two, right? Yeah, two. Yeah, you should've. I want to, but it's so much game.
1: Yeah, it is, but, you know. It's a lot of... Listen, it's a lot of commitment to it, but I'm telling you, if you put in in little by little, it'll end up being okay. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. So, yeah, I was the same way. So, with the Steam sale, I sold all my Dota shit and all my cosmetics. I made like 70 bucks, which is pretty sweet. Nice. Because I haven't played Dota in years, and I just had all this stuff lying around my Steam inventory, and for those who don't know, you could just sell things in a community market. So, I sold it for real, real Steam bucks, and... Um, yeah, I just, I was kind of sitting on a bunch of games, and this happens at every sale progressively. You, you get really, the very first sale you ever have, you get really excited. You buy a lot of shit, because it's so cheap, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to play all this shit. And Now you my library don't, is filled
0: with crap. Yeah, now
1: you just have a bunch of, you know, fucking games in your library, and you're like, why in God's name did I do this? Who was I back then? You know, Monster. What kind of, yeah, what kind of man was I? Um, but then the next sale comes, and you're like, I want it, I need it, and then you're just like, I, I have to have it, so then the point is so this time around this is like my I don't know seventh steam sale so I'm pretty jaded by everything at this point um, just because you have so much games but I bought i don't think it's not called Robotech it's called what was it called battletech battletech yeah. yeah I bought battletech that's a good video game I mean it was cheap so i mean well cheap it was discounted I said let's let's roll um, it was really cool I played all of five minutes of it I watched some <laughs> videos on it first. It looks really cool.
0: It's a lot to get into. But it's, it's a, a cool lot game. to get
1: into. I heard, so I'm like, I'm uh, I'm starting to approach with caution, but I'm not gonna let that. You gotta get get your toes me.
0: wet, and then you'll you'll find. Yeah, out I'm not gonna nice let that deter loop. me.
1: Um, again, it always seems like a big effort, but if you put in a little little, it really shouldn't be that bad. Um, but I got that, and I'm pretty sure. I think that was it. I think it's the only real game I
0: bought. I was really impressed with how much I didn't spend.
1: <laughs> yeah, self. I think I even... Bought, I spent the Dota bucks on games for others because I just didn't know what to do with any of it anymore. I was what like, I don't even... being
0: being generous. Yeah,
1: well, I was going to buy Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but I even told myself, I'm like, eh, I'm like I may just want this for, like, PlayStation. Uh, if
0: you want to play Odyssey, just do that Google Cast deal. Oh, yeah, uh, true. If you commit to playing, like, an hour of it, they just give you a copy of it.
1: Nice. So maybe I'll just do that. But, um... Yeah, I didn't buy that cuz I just uh, bought so many RPGs and I'm just like uh but yeah, I bought BattleTech. I'll keep you updated next time we do this cuz I'm actually going to play it. Um Yeah, please do. But um, yeah, it was pretty lit and I played a uh, Rayman Legends with Vinny.
2: Yeah, he, he, he was talking to me too. about that a yeah, little
1: bit. Yeah. Really fun game. Um never played Origins. Or I think it's what it's called, Rayman Origins? This is, yeah, Rayman Origins. I uh, never played Rayman Origins, which was the first one. Rayman Legends, though, they have the Definitive Edition on the Switch. I'm sure they have the Definitive Edition literally everywhere. Everything, yeah, yeah, this has been out for a couple of years now. Um, if you haven't played it, it's really fun. I really dig it. I was actually platformer. kicking myself for not getting it sooner. There is so much stuff in this game, too. It's preposterous. Like It's Definitive Edition. They just give you everything. And these guys just never stop making the game. So, really
0: good game. Rayman's cool. Rayman is cool. Screw it. That's it. Uh, if you want to know what Steam sales are happening right now, Devolver is having a sale. Uh, the Messenger is on sale for eleven ninety nine, and that's game. some people's game of the year. DLC coming out soon. Who's, who's yeah. game of the year was? Is mine. I believe. Whose game of the year was it? Yeah. Um, DLC coming soon. That's free. So
1: good time to hop Minute on. Minute five ninety nine. That's a good game too. Yeah. Five nine easy. Um, I think Return of the Uber DIN, that's not on sale, but I know it's, like, relatively cheap. And
0: it's, a, yeah, it's not expensive to begin with. I think it's 20 bucks. I believe you're correct. Yeah, so... That's also look a good game. all these games that you have in front of you. Oh, okay, um... Yeah, we we'll to
1: throw, throw it to you for 2019, new segment. The Tabletop Corner? All right, so we're gonna try something new, because I like to lie to myself and pretend like I play a lot of tabletop games, because I also own quite a few tabletop games. And I like to just play whatever you're throwing at me. Yeah, that's true. Um... So, I have, if, you, if you've if you never, if you haven't played board games these days, and you're thinking, ah, oh, you know, I like checkers, and I like Monopoly, now, fuck all that. It's not I'm oh, a big
0: fan um, of Chinese champions.
1: If you have not been aware, we are in the golden age of board games. And I'm not exaggerating. When I say that, we actually are. There have been so many board games that have come out within the past pff, five years, even. Um, I'm sure it's happened longer than that, but... Board games have gotten so not to, they've gotten more intricate, they got more deep, a little complex. Um, they are crossing
0: to, back into the same video game sphere, and I, yeah. I think we're starting to really look at them all as like one genre. Yeah, Pax is a perfect example. They have a tabletop corner right in there, and, and it now, only grows every year. It only grows every year, and
1: they've even made their own you know Pax Unplugged, which is their own convention just for board games. So board games have really been coming into their own for the past I want to say five to ten years, and um, you know, over time, I've just collected a good amount of, not a good, like, not a lot, but I've collected Enough. maybe like, like 10 of them, maybe 12, and, you know, they all cover different things. They're not always the most complex. Sometimes they're really simple, and sometimes the games are just, you know, the, the objectives, the play style, it's all really easy to grasp, but the, you know, all the strategies are very deep, and, you know, you get into a lot of it. So, there is such an unhealthy amount out there that, just like with video games now, because you were saying, like, now there's blurred lines. In the beginning, it was very easy to dissect you know, what's the best board games these days? That's, you know, what well, that's universally enjoyed? What does everybody usually like? What are considered the best of the best? Now, with every passing month or year, it's getting so hard to sift through it all cuz there's just so much. It's like a Steam shovelware dump. It is. It's it's very much like that. And it's because on Steam now, it was so easy for a time on Steam where you just knew that, like, Counter-Strike was the best, and then you went to other shooters, and they... now, in this day and age, your library is probably so chock-full of shit that you don't even know where to begin, and they're all f- AAA games that are the best of
0: the best. That's the thing, I think, that makes it easier for me to resist the uh, the board gaming compulsion, mm-hmm. because I am very much of the, sp- the headset base of, like, where am I going to put all this shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, in board games, it's a little bit more difficult, because it's physical.
1: Like, mm-hmm. video games are physical, but give me a break, it's like a little disk drive thing. Like, we but, talk about
0: Root in particular. I'd kill for a digital version of Root. Yeah, I know.
1: And, um, yeah, there's a lot of... There is a game called Tabletop Simulator. Literally, I think, 20 bucks or $25. Uh, It's on Steam. And you could literally just download any mod you want of games that have been created from people. But, yeah, there are specific board games that could work better digitally. Um, It really all depends. And... This day and age, there's just a lot of it. If you want to play deep strategy with your friends, you can. If you want to play something simple and lighthearted, but also with a group of people or a party, you absolutely can. So, um... They're even making their way, like you said, into the video game sphere, where now, you know, on the Switch, they have board games, and, Mm -hmm. you know, on your mobile devices, there are board game apps all over the place, because digitized board games are also easier to just manage. But I am of the camp where I don't mind having a physical copy of a board game, even if you don't play it all. I like a good, sturdy meeple. Yeah, you know, you just like holding something in your hands,
0: instead of just always making it digital. Um... It's like, why am I Kindle under my desk, and I like a good book? Yeah, when you want to crack open a good book, take out the Kindle. <laughs> smell that must.
1: Yeah, smell the smell the library must of on that Kindle. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing a bunch of board games, and I figure I could talk about some that i played that I'll only really talk about two. We could talk about Root, because we've played it, um, and, of course, what's considered nowadays to be the best board game ever, and that's not even an exaggeration, that's what many
0: people consider it to be, which is Gloomhaven. Um, but we could talk about Root first. I, I cool. yeah, I think we, we both been playing a little bit of that recently. Yeah. So I'll, I'll throw we could throw Root out there. Yeah,
1: so Root is a, Root just for the you uninitiated, know, um, it's a game where you're just playing as animal factions. So basically the... The whole, you know, story of this game is that you are in a forest with a bunch of different animal factions like cats, falcon or birds, um woodland creatures, so just regular third party people, beavers, uh, crocodiles, you name it. They all a have a heroic raccoon. Thing. Yeah, heroic raccoon which are called the vagabonds. Um and basically, the cats have overrun the forest. They took the kingdom for all that it's worth, and they are just dominating. As cats are prone to do. As cats are prone to do. So they just kind of took everything. Um, the objective of these games is that each of your friends or each of the players uh, assume the role of faction, including the cats, um, and they all have different objectives. So it's a very asymmetrical game, and it is pretty much one of the de facto asymmetrical games these days because it just does it so well, meaning everybody who plays a different faction has completely different objectives. They have completely different goals and um, play styles and just different behaviors as you're playing the game. So no one person's experience is ever going to match exactly the same. So, for example, if I'm playing the cats, I just told you the cats are pretty much ruling the land, I have to maintain that rule and tyranny. I have to build up my kingdom and make it worthy of something. If you're playing It's all about towing the line as the cats. Yeah,
0: exactly. Whereas for the vagabonds, like you, like the raccoon Yes, last time we played, I, I the vagabonds I think are probably one of my favorite classes and how interesting they are, because whereas every other faction is sort of like this big army, uh, the Vagabonds are essentially like the protagonist in an RPG. Mm -hmm. It's one single character, uh, who's running quests, who doesn't really necessarily have anyone on their bad side, um, but could very easily turn that tide and, uh, make enemies and make alliances, but also... He moves up very quickly by doing that, so you might see the other factions kind of move together to squash him in that regard. Yeah, and
1: that and that is completely just a role where you just look out for you and yours, um, and you make some alliances along the way. But you know, you always have your agendas, and you kind of keep to yourself and you're just doing your thing. Um, so everybody and there's plenty of other factions with plenty of other playstyles, expansions and, that add even yeah, more yeah, even as more well. and. Um, it's just a lot of game and the, the interesting part of the draw with this is that, yeah, everybody's experience is different. So if you ever want to switch things up with another person, no two, no two players experiences are ever going to be the same. Um, the game does take a little bit of a while, so I'm sure some of you are used to quick games, just lasting, you know, you may say a game takes an hour, and you're like, what? Like, an hour? That's a long time. Um, I'd say an hour's on the shorter end. Yeah, of the it for is. Route 2. If you're playing with a lot of people, you may be looking at an hour and a half to two hours, but the whole idea of playing these board games where you may say, oh, wow, that's a long-ass time, you really get dragged into the, you get sucked in, and you're not really paying attention sometimes at the time. You're just kind of getting into it. Um And it's a very good game. Root just came out last year, and it was on Kickstarter, which is a platform now that... I even think Battletech was a Kickstarter. I believe you were correct. By uh, Paradox Interactive. Um, But... Uh, a lot of board games these days as well are also going to Kickstarter for crowdfunding just because going to a third-party publisher or just a retailer, it's just so much money. You'd be paying so much, and these games also are becoming a little bit more expensive. You may only also think of a board game and be like, oh, $30 is a lot. We're talking games that expand out to like 60 bucks to even as much as 100 or 150 and they come with this shit ton of things. So Root is honestly on the cheaper side. I think it's like 50 to $60. Um, which for what? comes packed in that box. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. I mean, think of it as spending a triple A game. You spend your money on say, or say, forty bucks for a way out, and how much time you get out of it, just like with everything, is you know parallel to how much you spend, and uh, it really is just having fun. If you play a game like Root for sixty, if you pay sixty dollars and you play it over a hundred, you know, maybe even fifty to twenty times, you already have yourself you more money's than your money worth, yeah. worth. Yeah, so it's a very good game. It, but if you've never experience tabletop, which is why I don't want to take this too long. I'm not even going to talk about the other one. Um, if you've ever experienced tabletop before or just going to board games or you just think it's kind of lame, then maybe it's not for you. But I would encourage you to try to look it up and give it a try because there have been such leaps and bounds to this, and it, start, it doesn't even start with root. Root is honestly even more on the more complex side. You can even just try some more basic shit, and you can just see the world of You'll what you get yourself is lost in it. Oh, yeah. And um, there's and- simple games,
0: too, and you can just get lost. And look in your area, too. A lot of game stores and stuff. You can find places where you can just sit down with a group of people and, like, rent games uh, for, like, an hour or two. Yeah. And just kind of delve into stuff. They're more accessible than I think most people think. Yeah, absolutely. And um,
1: it, it really is not too bad. And you should just give it a shot. And maybe you'll find yourself owning a board game collection of your own. That's, that's it. It's a nice thought. Yeah, I don't want to go too much into it, but yeah.
0: Um, let's go into the news news we got a lot okay uh first news item on the list black jack black i I knew we'd talk about this too uh i think it's worth talking about because i actually think it's super interesting jack black has launched a youtube gaming channel Mm -hmm. um it's doing like really well Mm -hmm. uh there's like three videos up so far only one of them does he do any gaming thing related yet he did the pinballs right he did the uh yeah he went to the uh american pinball museum in vegas and he, he does a good job. Like, he's a high-energy dude who I think yeah. is always entertaining. The thing I think is most interesting is he seems to genuinely just be having so much fun with this. Yeah. Because it's so underproduced in a way. Like, it's very clearly just him doing it on, on his phone.
1: Yeah, I know. And I feel like he's just trolling sometimes, but he just has that energy
0: where you're like, yeah, yeah I'm getting into this But one. it's still cut together well. Oh, yeah. Um. And I just thought it was weird to see how, like, quick. He threw up, like, one video where he's like, hey, I'm doing a gaming channel. And, you know, before you know it, he hit a million subs. Cause, Cause he did say that he's like this is going to be the biggest thing, and he's like because he's just he's going like, bigger, on. Than <laughs> yeah, bigger, bigger than Ninja, yeah, bigger than everybody, PewDiePie.
1: yeah, bigger than everybody who has millions and millions. So he he's just honestly going in it for the ride. But I watched the, some of the pinball one; it wasn't bad.
0: Like it was no, bad. it's not.
1: I watched the the whole, it's only like a three minute video. Yeah, like it wasn't um, bad. Like it was a fun time. But yeah, he's just so whack. He, he's a whack guy. He seems
0: like he would be a cool dude to hang out with. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. And um, he's like growing out his beard now. So now he just looks like some big neck beard. And it's like, look at these games. And I'm, I'm down with it. I have yeah, a lot of fun. I'm up it. to see what Jack
0: Black's going to yeah, do on the YouTube. Stick
1: with it. If you haven't seen it, go watch like one video. They're really not that long. Just, yeah, watch it. that
0: pinball one. It's like
1: three minutes. Yeah, even if you have no obligation for it, just give it a shot. You'll be surprised. Uh,
0: other thing I want to talk about Persona 5R. Oh. It's real. It is. Uh, we know as, nothing as else about knew, it. As you knew. Uh, yeah, I knew it was real, but now we know even less. No. <laughs> uh, now basically, a video work. dropped, uh, which in like summation, uh, after some translating work, it was essentially Joker wishing a happy new year mm-hmm. to everyone and saying to stay tuned for more news on Persona 5 R and other Persona 5 related projects mm-hmm. in March. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which says to me, we, we already got a confirmation that Persona 5 R uh, which I still believe to be Persona 5 Reloaded. Okay. Uh, will be on PS4. Very And cool. that we're going to hear other Persona 5 related projects. Which to me, hopefully a Switch version. Okay. Um, and more than likely Persona 5 Arena.
1: Easy PC, And I'll probably buy that one. Because yeah. I sat on Persona. So
0: it's easy for me. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's worth waiting for those definitive editions. But I just like that series too much to wait. I love when it's like that.
1: I love when they just come out with definitive editions. I could just reap the And benefits I'll buy it again lazy. or
0: upgrade or whatever it is. Love it. Uh, I don't know if you knew about this one. I, I didn't, thought it was interesting. The I didn't you about Dark Souls this.
1: Daughter of Ash mod. Okay, so this is for Steam I'm assuming.
0: Uh yeah. Essentially this like big mod came out for the original Dark Souls. Uh, I think it took something like a thousand man hours to make between twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen. Okay. Um and it promises some big stuff that people are talking a lot about. Uh, new game progression and world changing events. New bosses and enemies. Uh, new NPCs and storylines. New weapons, items, and mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, expanded lore written to build upon existing lore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and new speak secrets spanning multiple playthroughs. It seems like it adds a lot of like webbing uh, and choices and stuff. It doesn't put in any new voice acting or anything. It works with what's already there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, from what I understand like there's a lot of work going into this. I don't know if I'll ever have time to check it out, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was something worth bringing up. No, absolutely. I mean, you never know. And this, I love when people make
1: mods for shit like this. And um, I'll actually check it out. So, who
0: knows? Maybe yeah, report, report back then. I absolutely will. Uh, Guacamelee! 2 is hitting Xbox later this month. I, I thought it was. Uh, no, it was so, like, candid. Like, it's it's on Switch now. Mm-hmm. um i believe it was ps4 and pc at launch wow so why, and why now they, it's coming full circle with xbox how come it wasn't on there before i'm sure Drinkbox uh had you know deals in place mm. it's one of those things like i'm like i interviewed these guys like six months ago why didn't i ask these questions yeah. uh, <laughs> i almost forgot there was a guacamelee too i keep thinking of guacamelee 1 i had like four versions i've only of played it. very minimally of it i wanted to wait on the switch version Yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. makes sense because uh, you knew that was coming as always, I wouldn't want to play it anywhere else now. I'm telling
1: you, the Switch is just an indie machine. It's great really. indie home.
0: But, it is uh, the indie home. That's good news, I think, because I really like the Drinkbox guys. I like Guacamelee.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Just wanted to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. This is a weird one, but kind of interesting. Hitman, Absolution, and Blood Money are getting HD remasters next week. Wow, that's intense. The 11th. Wow, that's intense. Did anybody expect this? I, I don't think anybody saw this coming. Anybody see this coming? Uh, HD remaster good for is Io? pretty cool. Yeah, uh, good for them. I like Hitman a lot. Hitman 2 was pretty up there on my game of the year list.
1: I always thought Hitman would be one of those series, when I first saw it, that would fade out into nothing. But
0: it's making such a big
1: comeback. It is. I, it was ever since they, they released the other game. Yeah. The episodic and game. And I
0: I think I would, and this is easier said than done, I don't think we'll get this. I would love to see those games, like, folded into the new engine. Mm-hmm. in Like, because Hitman's sort of a different beast now. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of the same as it was, but... The formula they've had with the new Hitman and Hitman 2.
1: Right, it's just completely different
0: now. It's just, it's so good. That's great.
1: I mean, hey, that works. And you know what? More power to it. I'm glad. I'm glad it was even good. So, cool. I'm down. Uh,
0: after that, this is an interesting one. Uh, coming from GameSpot reports uh, Japan has made console modding and game save editors illegal. Get that shit out of here. No yeah. console modding anymore. Get arrested. Get fined. They made game save editors and console modding services illegal. The punishment for breaking this law um is liable up to five million yen, which is close to forty six thousand dollars in US. It's like a slap um, on the wrist. And five years of prison time. Oh wow. Or both. Oh wow. <laughs> Can't you
1: just imagine it's like, <laughs> yeah, we'll just do both. And get one or the other. Forty six thousand dollars. Five years.
0: Both. Well, it, well hold on a second though. It's it's part of Japan issued this uh unfair competition prevention act. Okay. Uh, Which the idea of it is to prevent someone from unfairly uh, profiting off a company's software or electronic product. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, hey, that works. I'm glad. I'm glad they're taking
1: measures because I'm sick of this shit. And yeah, let's console mine the U.S. And from what I understand, it does
0: say the wording of the law allows it to extend over what were previously assumed to be harmless actions, Mm -hmm. uh, like adding new games to the NES, SNES, minis, things like that. Um, or using classic console via mods or using an action replay. What? I used to use action replay. <laughs> well, you're a criminal. Well, $46,000. Well, that's a little silly. It depends. I think a lot of it is, like, home use. Like, if you're sitting in your room using an action replay, I'm not... I'm not. Well, if you're home brewing it. But I, I, maybe it depends if you're selling it. You that's know what I mean? That's what I think it is. It's all just it's selling. Like it's for the, it's, yeah, it's yeah. for the
1: total sale. Because if you bought got a NES classic. Nobody could really fucking tell that you're modding that shit.
0: Yeah, no. I, I'm not modding them to sell them. Please ain't going to cut crap. I mean, I'm door. not modding them at all.
1: Yeah, I was going I was actually going to say a lot of things that I would not implicate myself for, but But we don't
0: live in Japan, so I think we're fine. No, listen, listen. <laughs> Everybody
1: says that and then one day the US does the same and then, thing and then you get caught stuck you know, with
0: the book. We live in Japan. Yeah, I'm not doing that.
1: So, I'm not going to say I do that, but I'm just saying even if I did if you're doing it by yourself, nobody's gonna fucking tell. One of the cops gonna kick down your door, tell you to plug it in, and, you know, see your games. Give me a break. But he's
0: gonna need he's gonna need a warrant. I agree with to you. I, I think it's game purely game.
1: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and I agree with you. I think it's purely just for distribution and sell, uh, marketing purposes. Totally makes sense.
0: Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, this is another weird one, but. Uh... That, so that, let's talk about the Madbox console. Madbox! Uh, are you familiar with this? No! Uh, Slightly Mad Studios uh, announced that it was developing its own console to rival the PlayStation and Xbox. What the fuck? This um, thing looks ridiculous. And yeah, they've revealed the, the new design. What is yeah. this? It looks kind of like a portable PC. Dude, uh, a, the shape. Yeah, it's weird. According to Ian Bell, uh, Madbox uh, CEO, he said it's very light and features deployable carry handle. Okay. Uh, And he said it will talk to other mad boxes without cables. How does that happen? Well, well, that must mean that there's like some land. He's also claimed that it's the most powerful console ever built. Oh, boy. uh, Featuring specs that will be equivalent to a very fast PC two years from now. I totally believe him. I totally believe everybody who's ever said this. It's a weird looking thing. It's got their weird logo etched into the side. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck that is. I'm looking at this right now. What What is this thing? Um, Looks like a
1: chupacabra.
0: Project Cars, I believe, is the game Madbox is known for. Uh, Lightning McQueen. Studios, rather. Lightning McQueen. But yeah, I don't know. I'm always hesitant whenever I hear somebody go, like, this is going to rival the big, the Everybody big
1: always says that. The only ones who are ever true to it are just saying, hey, we're going to try to do something, and then it ends up being big.
0: That's it, how it always happens. It's good to have ambition. But totally, God but to be like, sense. we're going to do, like, it's hard to get your foot in that door. It doesn't matter how good your hardware is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And it's, it's unbearable and who knows, maybe it'll be good,
1: but I've, I've heard this, what was it, the Ouya, the it? Yeah. same oh, yeah. shit. The set the world on fire, it man. It comes in the same package every single time. It doesn't matter how expensive it is or how fancy it is. Everybody always says that or makes some grand, controller. yeah, whoever makes some grand proclamation like that always says, oh, it's going to rival XYZ and you're just like, well, what the fuck? That's hip daddy no, it's, it's, true. uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Don't what, buy that, See what happens out. there. Well, yeah, I'm not going to tell you not to buy it. You never know. I'm not going to tell anyone would, what to buy. Yeah, just whatever. Actually,
0: that's kind of part of my job. Games Done Quick! Games Done Quick starts yesterday, if you're listening. Today. Yeah, it's today. Right now. Awesome Games Done Quick. I. Hollow Knight starts soon.
1: Yes, I, I'm not going to watch because I want not be spoiled. I yeah. love this event. I love it. I've grown to love it it's fun it's just for a straight up week you can put it on during work you can put it on during anywhere it's just you always tune in there's just video games and people just beat them really quick it, just watched it,
0: Mario Kart DS run earlier yeah
1: I've always told myself I want to try doing it really fucking hard I give a lot of people sometimes props for just m- numbing their mind to just going through it
0: so yeah games done quicks real cool uh, check Twitch for the schedule Mm-hmm. yeah uh, you can see what's going on like I said I mentioned Hollow Knight but if you're listening to this that's already happened oh yeah and yeah it's, it's some good stuff uh that's it for the big hitters for biggie, the biggie, news biggie. and there was like a oh yeah, it got put way down here. Uh topic of the show. Uh twenty nineteen. <laughs> <Gaming laughs> yeah, what's your gaming and goals and resolutions. resolutions? That's a great point. What do you what Eric, I wanna Oh, you wanna ask me? Put me on yeah, the hot seat. I wanna I wanna know what
1: you're what are you thinking. Okay. So I actually thought about this um because for the past I want to even say two, two and a half ish years, um I've really put video games on the back burner i have and i kept you know let's let's just get an armchair psychologist session Then
0: you became a co-host of an avid video game podcast.
1: yeah i know listen life just takes you in weird directions so yeah i want to say the past two-ish years i've kind of put video games on the back seat and i've played them here and there but i never really played them like single players i I haven't really beaten a video game quite a long time so uh, my New Year resolution, honestly, it's not just to play more games. Everybody could say that, and you you waste your life doing that shit. I'm just gonna actually make... I'm i making a list of five games, and this is how I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna make a list of five games and tell myself in order that I'm going to beat them. I will not buy another game, and I've said this before too last year. I will actually not buy another game. I will not touch another game until that game that I have played with some... Consider, like, if I want to go play Fortnite or something quick, okay. Yeah, it's kind of a different beast. Yeah, you can you can kind of take breaks, but I will go one game at a time until I beat five games on the list. Once I've done that, I'll make another five, and I'll just keep going. to Just see how far I can go. It's not really a challenge. It's just to say, hey, if you want to play some games, just start completing the ones you got. Just play some games, bro. Play some games, and just start beating them, because I feel like... I always play these games a little bit. I dabble into them. I say, that was a really fun time. I put it down and never touch it again. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do games dirty like that. I don't want to do my own wallet dirty like that. You know, you spend so much time and money and effort spending on these games that, you know, you should really just put it in. So I'm actually going to give it some more time, um, play more games. Goals wise, I don't know. How personal are we getting with this? What the hell, how personal am I getting as with this? As
0: personal or non-personal as you'd like. Jeez, that's really intense. Um,
1: that dog. I like that dog. It's a good dog. That's my 2019 resolution. Um, Personal-wise, ugh. I don't know, man. I'm going to be more punctual to things. Okay. Being more punctual? Saying what I mean, meaning what I say?
0: That's a good we get
1: We want to get intense? Yeah. No more maybes. Mm. Um, trying to just be a person that is happy to look into the mirror and say, and give some finger guns. That's a good attitude. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's heavy, but that's video game wise. Yeah. I'm actually just going to start playing and beating the games. I've done it way more on Switch. And I think when you have a handheld console, so much easier. Like on my 3DS, I went through games like water. There's something like that feels
0: like less of a production when I can just Get home, grab that out of the dock, like, throw Netflix on, and just lay on the couch and play yeah, a game. Yeah, just go in and play it. So, it's
1: it's really chill, so I'm kind of looking forward to just doing that. And also, it's just relaxing. Also,
0: I'm going to watch some more television shows or some movies. I have a ton of shit I really want to get through in in the movies and the, yeah,
1: uh, Give it a shot. Keep an eye
0: on that, because I, man... I feel bad about getting behind on some stuff, which well, you shouldn't feel about. But... No, you shouldn't. But you just feel like you're missing
1: out on something. Like I, I, like I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's like a great show. A month ago. Like a few weeks ago. I'm already on season two. Great, it's a really good show. I, I, did, I dismissed it in the beginning, but then you know what? I watched it again. Really good. Great I cast. Yeah, great cast. And uh, I have some other movies that I got to go watch I missed out in 2018. So what I'm going to do now is that I made a list of some films, like Annihilation or something else. Like Annihilation's on Hulu now. Yeah, I saw it. I was going to watch that tonight. I saw it. Well, I saw. I made a list of those, and I'm like, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna start watching these films too." Golden Globes are even on tonight. I, I'm, I'm a fan of celebrity stroking, so I'm gonna tune into that. Yeah, it's a. Um, but yeah, you know, you just gotta keep going one at a time, and it, Life is hard. Life is hard to fit all this extraneous shit. So. It's just really finding that
0: happy balance. I feel pop culture pressures, man. I'm supposed to know I, this because they're all
1: over the place, and you have to dedicate all this time. And people are saying, "Hey, this is the new wave, baby!" Like they came out the Black Mirror thing. They're like this is the new wave, and they they come out some other thing on Netflix. This is the new. It's like well, calm the fuck.
0: Everybody out. just takes like step everyone back. should take a step back. I Get out of my face. The, I got the DC app because the Young Justice started. Oh it yeah, was that? I like it. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk more to you about that. I want to watch Titans, even though it really wasn't
1: really well. I, I want to give it a shot.
0: One. Oh yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I heard it was okay. It's, uh, they're trying something different, and I think it works in some cases, and in other cases, it's like, eh. Hey. And my final, final one, I want to read more.
1: Mm-hmm. Reading's important. It's so
0: hard to do all these things. It is. It's very, it's very, it's difficult to, jo- I can't, I I think this is a good idea, this is something I wanted to do, yeah, which is, um, I, I get an hour for lunch every day at work, mm-hmm. but I feel like I never have time to go anywhere, mm-hmm. so I was going to, like, keep a book in my car. Just read. And just read for an hour. Just read.
1: Honestly, it's so difficult to sit at home. And commit to reading. For me. Because
0: there's so much distractions.
1: There's or so, other so things much going on. shit. And that's the last. Th- you say you want to do it. You try it for like five minutes. And then you just get distracted. You're I like, got to not do notes it. for this podcast. I
0: got to yeah. review things. It's yeah. You got to just life. go. There's just so much shit. Gets so way, man.
1: if you have an hour like at lunch. I take the train in the morning where I have an hour and going in going back. Just read a book. Read a book, take a look, and open a book. Cool vibes, man. Yeah. What about you? What, what
2: else
0: you got um, going on? I think on games, uh, I'm kind of in the same boat with you, where I kind of need to stop the frivolous spending. Yeah. Um, And I need to commit to... I obviously have my assignments, mm-hmm. and then I have bigger AAA stuff that I should be playing regardless. Mm-hmm. But in between that, I have, like, killer backlog. I just want to slay and uh, not really worry about anything else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I want to get through Hollow Knight. I, yeah. I kind of like your, like, list of five things idea. Give it a shot. Um, another one I wanted to... That was a Metal Gear sound. Um, I want to uh, bring back... And I did this at the the earlier half of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to start this upcoming week. I'm going to bring back the, uh, the Saturday RPG streams I used to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, to help me get through some of that <laughs> girthier backlog. That's how I worked through my Witcher uh, backlog. I played all three Witcher games on mm-hmm. stream.
1: I mean that's the way just make a list just go for it make a list and go yeah that's why if you just start with making the list you're already making some progress Mm -hmm. and even if you play I don't even know 30 minutes a day for something or just touch something every other day you'll find that you'll probably make it so Mm -hmm. just do it do
0: it up Uh, yeah I mean as far as like personal stuff goes I guess uh, I've already started in a way I'm getting back to my my mental health space a little bit more that's good Uh, working back in the exercise and my meditation moments during the day very good yeah, I was uh, going to say I want to exercise more too. Yeah, went to the gym this morning. Good. Uh, good for you. Pretty good workout, I think. Good. I mental feel good. mental health is important.
1: You are your best friend. And you go to bed with it yourself every night and you wake up with yourself every morning. So, for those out there who didn't expect this shit. God, we are getting. Listen, lady. Huh? Listen, you got to y- y- gotta take care of yourself if you're not happy with yourself if you're ever just wondering like what the fuck's going on in my life take change comes from within so look within first be the change you want to be just take the first step acknowledging it is the first step so give it a whirl
0: you're already doing it man kudos dude kudos that's it that's all i got all right uh i think we can send it off with that uh (laughs) (laughs) this has been the first 2019 uh episode of cooperative play episode number 14 i really hope you enjoyed it I, I hope so, too. I really hope you do. Um, in other news, we're, we're working on soundproofing this room, so going forward, uh, maybe the the audio quality is going to get a little bit better. I like those dogs. They're good dogs, yeah. but uh, we shouldn't hear them during this. That's, you're right. Okay. Well, uh, beyond that, uh, if you want to find me, uh, you could always uh, reach out through the email. They'll hit both Eric and I. That's cooperativeplaypodcast at gmail.com. No spaces, no punct- punctuations, no hyphenation in the co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it's at Richmeister 0 or you can find me over on Destructoid.com. Eric, uh, where, where can we trace you back? To? Oh, you know I'm around. I, a, I have it.
1: If you find me, hey, you're I mean, out, there, yeah, I I'm out you. there.
0: I'm out there. I'm out there. You reach Twitter. out to Rich,
1: you'll, you'll find me.
0: You'll find, Yeah, he'll, he reads. He reads my feed, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, hopefully in the new year. Uh, have a good night. Thanks for joining me. Eric. Yeah? <laughs> back.